Facebook shop makes Facebook stronger. Apple and Google force more changes to digital advertising, and Twitter CEO steps down as acquisition looms. It's Monday, August 31st, 2020. All of that's coming up along with the week's news quick hits on episode 418 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 418 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert and took last week off, so we have a lot to get through this week. So let's talk first about Facebook and their new shop tab. So Facebook has launched this new shop tab. It basically opens up e-commerce stores within Facebook for brands, for small businesses, for everyone in between. They did something very similar to Instagram earlier this year, which I talked about, but the shop tab it's featured very prominently in the Facebook menu. So it's alongside watch, it's alongside groups, games, and news. And it's going to allow businesses to feature and sell their products directly within the Facebook app through transactions conducted by BigCommerce and Shopify. Users who go to the shed to the shop tab, they'll be able to browse products from any business that's set up shop on there. And so basically it's sort of this mall of products from any participating business on the platform. Now, Facebook's made no secret about its e-commerce plans moving forward and considering its prominent role in helping small and medium-sized businesses reach audiences through advertising, well, there's little reason to doubt it hopes to become one of the main ways they they sell as well. The move, it's smart by Facebook. If it can be both the advertising and the selling partner, well, it basically just positions itself as a platform that's basically indispensable. And we already saw just how critical Facebook is for small businesses. Despite the Facebook boycott uh, just a month or so ago, Facebook didn't take a big revenue hit because small businesses, they couldn't afford to not spend with Facebook. So this is really Facebook saying small businesses, medium businesses, invest in our platform. You're already advertising with us. Now sell with us too. And I think this is going to be an already strong Facebook for small and medium-sized businesses getting that much stronger. All right, let's jump to our next story and talk about Apple and Google because Apple and Google, their latest updates are forcing digital ad platforms to make some changes. And First and foremost, let's just start with Apple. So Apple's upcoming release of iOS 14, it's going to require users to give their permission for platforms to access their Apple identifier for advertisers or IDFA for short. That tag, it's basically what allows ads to be tracked and targeted to users through mobile devices on Apple devices, through, I just should just say Apple devices. So up until this point, users had to opt out of that tracking. Now, Facebook, they're reading the writing on the wall. Most users aren't going to opt into being tracked. So it announced that it will no longer attempt to even collect IDFA data from devices running iOS 14. This is going to have an impact on the Facebook audience network, which uses user data to target ads on apps outside of Facebook. Without the IDFA, publisher revenues are going to drop 50%. So that means the future of the audience network, it's hazy at best. Even Facebook said, 
we might not keep this audience network going because it might not be worth the, the time and the investment in it might not have the return that we're looking for. And for Facebook, that's not a huge deal because most of its revenue cr- comes from ads on its own platform, stories, in-feed ads, everything that you're used to when you think of Facebook. Publishers, however, and app developers may struggle with more limited abilities to get the data they need to target ads. So that ad, that brings in Google into the conversation, which just released its latest version of Chrome. And that update will block ads that are bandwidth or battery power heavy. Any ad that uses up more than four megabytes of network data or 15 seconds of CPU usage in any 30 second period or 60 seconds of total CPU usage will be blocked and replaced by a gray square that says it's labeled ad removed. Now that's all fine, but some publishers, they actually weren't aware of the move and have not prepared for the change. Naturally, many publishers are scrambling because they rely on those ads being displayed on their platforms in order for them to make money. So they're moving quickly to respond to this up, this Chrome update. Now, according to Google, this is going to affect 0.3% of ads But as pointed out by Digiday, when you have 69% market share for browsers, even 0.3% of ads, that's still quite a few ads that are going to be affected by this change. Again, like while these moves are the right ones to protect users in terms of tracking and privacy and not using their their bandwidth and their CPU power to display ads, that's certainly the right thing to do. You have to protect users, but it's going to be the publishers, especially the small ones that are going to have a hard time pivoting with all of these changes. And we're already starting to see that play out. All right, let's talk about the drama that is TikTok. So Kevin Mayer, he stepped down from his role as CEO of TikTok after 100 days on the job this week. His tenure, it kicked off with this executive order from President Trump that he would ban the app in the United States and wrapped up with the announcement by TikTok that they were going to sue the administration over the order. Obviously, TikTok became much more of a political football than Mayor had anticipated, and Mayor didn't want to deal with it. Uh, the As uh, he came from Disney to TikTok, thought he was going to be running this global Uh, emerging social media platform. Now he's trying to manage or has given up on managing basically what is the most politicized app out there. The biggest thing, though, to take away from Mayor's departure is that an acquisition deal is probably close. Mayor acknowledged that running TikTok is going to look, quote, very different as a result of the U.S. administration's action to push for a sell-off of the U.S. business, unquote, stated Mayor in a memo. So, Acquiring companies vying for the platform include Microsoft, Oracle, Netflix has been thrown in there. I've talked about Twitter, SoftBank, but all bets on the moment are an acquisition by Microsoft in partnership with Walmart. Yes, Walmart has announced plans to team up with Microsoft in its bid for TikTok. Now, TikTok would give Walmart a potential e-commerce boost with another channel to sell its products and allow Walmart to even more effectively compete against Amazon, but it would also allow Walmart to expand its advertising services by owning a platform with about 100 million monthly active users. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that Walmart and Microsoft end up being the ones that get TikTok. All right, that's it for the week's main story. So now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. So TikTok has sued the Trump administration, I sort of alluded to that earlier, over its executive order banning it in the United States. Now, they argue that they have not had the right to due process. The courts, however, they're unlikely to give 
TikTok much leeway as the executive branch has a lot of power when it comes to declaring national security concerns, but this may or may not just be a stalling tactic to buy TikTok some time to finalize its acquisition deal. The Oculus team at Facebook is slowly but surely becoming more enmeshed into Facebook. Now all of Facebook's AR and VR efforts will be part of Facebook Reality Labs, which includes Spark AR, Oculus Games, Oculus Headsets, Portal, and Facebook's phone-based AR efforts. To that end, on September 16th, Facebook will hold its annual Oculus Connect conference, which is now called Facebook Connect. The move shows that Oculus is going to be a much less distinct brand and much more integrated into Facebook. And a court ruled that Apple does not have to reinstate Epic Games Fortnite into its app store while the two parties have it out in court over Apple's 30% revenue cut policy. That was a win for Apple, but Epic also got a win. The court is blocking Apple from limiting Epic from providing its Unreal Engine for other apps in the app store. All right, that's it for episode 418 of Brave Bad World. Before I let you go, I want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to bravebadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.